Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter, follow me. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because most people, I change their voices. We make up phony names. Uh, and so a lot of times they're lying about where they live. Who the fuck cares? Because they're telling me their true story. If you have an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and just click on be on the show. If you have an anonymous confession you want to get off your back, you can call my confessions hotline. Make sure you're in a quiet place. You have four minutes to leave a message. You could call that number 24-7. The number's 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. I change all the voices on the anonymous confessions too. That's why they remain anonymous. And they're all posted on my Patreon. My Patreon is just $5 a month. And you get all the anonymous confessions that have come into my line. There's hundreds of them on there now. You also get ad-free and early episodes. You also get Q&As where I answer all kinds of questions for my listeners. Those are exclusive only on my Patreon. And you now also get access to my private Discord. Discord is a place if you sign up through my Patreon, you could go on there and post whatever you want. A lot of my guests go on there and post like naughtier pics of their people or them. I don't deal with any kind of X-rated stuff on my show. The pics you get on my Patreon. Oh, that's the other thing. You do get pics of all of my female guests, okay? You want to see a pic of every single girl that's been on my show? Go to my Patreon. But on Discord, which you also get free access to if you sign up, is uh, you get X-rated stuff, okay? A lot of my guests now go on there and do that. as well. And a lot of people that are on my Patreon are doing it too. Um, so if you want access to that, you get all of that. Like I just said, for only $5 a month, you could cancel at any time. You could come back at any time. It's all good with me. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Everything I just talked about links and everything will be in the description. If you want to, oh, I always forget if you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to follow me. If you love my show and you're listening on Apple, definitely give me five stars or even on Spotify, give me five stars. If you're on Apple, write me a nice review. I love reading nice reviews. I love hearing from my listeners. That's what I love YouTube for. I love the comments over there. The conversations keep going on over on my YouTube channel. If you want to get in on the action and talk about an episode, I'm always there reading the comments, responding to the ones that I can. I just get a lot of them at this point. So sometimes I don't get back to every single person, but I love reading them. I love to have the conversations go on after the episodes. That happens over on my YouTube. You could go over there. It's youtube.com. I think it's slash strictly anonymous podcast. Just go on YouTube, put in my podcast name. You'll find it. If you're listening over there, make sure to subscribe. Now today I have on Amanda. Amanda's story is great because it's relatable. Oh my God, her story, whether you're a guy, a man or a woman in an unhappy marriage and you're cheating, you're gonna be able to fucking relate to Amanda. It's such a common thing. Her story is that she's been married for a really long time. 
She has had two separate affairs. She's cheated on her husband two different times with two different guys. She did find out early on in her relationship with her husband, early on in their marriage after kids, he had cheated on her. We start there. We talk about that, how she found out that he cheated, who he cheated on her with, how she felt about it, how and why they started to disconnect big time in their marriage. And this is a couple that's been together like for over 30 years. And instead of leaving, she's just getting her needs met somewhere else. And what happened to her is what happens to a lot of people. She's not happy at home. Things aren't really that great. She's not feeling that good about herself. She's at work. There's a coworker there. She starts bitching about her bad marriage and boom, he comes in, takes the window of opportunity and starts banging her. Okay, that's guy number one. She talks all about the sex with guy number one where they were banging each other, how it was going down. She was just using him for sex. We go over that guy. He was married too or had a bunch of wives. I don't know his story, but we talk about that. The first guy and then that ended because he had to leave but there was like a little overlap where she met a delivery guy who came into her job and that was another guy who she just started talking to and she felt an instant connection with him they wound up kissing it was another thing where she just felt like oh my god the fucking chemistry because she feels nothing for her guy okay it's one of those typical things her and her husband are still together, but she's not really attracted to him anymore. It is what it is, but she doesn't have plans to leave him. And she's getting this fucking fun elsewhere. So the second guy comes in, she's totally into him. He lives far away. They have an emotional affair on Facebook. Her husband winds up finding out. She talks about that. He finds out through those Facebook messages. She also cheated with the first guy. He like begs her to stay. She's not leaving anyway anytime soon. So she stays. She promises not to see the guy, but she continues. And they eventually recently fucked the, the guy number two and she's loving him. He's got a huge dick. She's into it. Now she's got all these fantasies. She's, she cops to the fact that she <laughs> listens to my podcast like every day at work and she's just dying to get in the lifestyle, have threesomes, fuck black guys. She's bigger dicks the better now that she'd been dickmatized by this last guy. And she's really, though, she's in love with this guy, the number two, the uh, second guy. There's the, there's the first guy and the second guy. She's really into the second guy. We talk about the, flag, the red flags with him, though. I mean, I don't personally think she should leave her husband for any of these people. I don't know that she's going to ever leave her husband. We talk a lot about their relationship, these other relationships, her reasons for cheating. It's a very common story. Like I said, I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to her story. She's super honest about everything, which I appreciate. So I'm going to be right back on with Amanda. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So listen, Amanda... You are a cheater. I'm just going to come right out and say it, okay? You're married. You're currently married. I have a lot of questions for you. And you've cheated on your husband twice. You have two guys. Two guys. And uh, I don't know. Would you call them affairs? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because they're long-term, right? You've, been che you've cheated on your guy with two separate guys. And then something that we're going to end with is like one of these guys, and maybe it's the most recent one, has really made you start to think that like you really want to get into the lifestyle. Like this secret life of yours is getting you in touch with parts of yourself that you want to start exploring, correct? Absolutely, yes. Okay, oh my God. So let's find out all the naughty things you're doing with your guys. But let's get a little backstory on your... Okay 
relationship. We got to go there. So how long you been married? We've been married for 17 years. And how long you been together? About 32. Oh my God, that's a long time. I think that's the better, that, I think that's a better question. Okay. Married for, uh, together for 32 years. And how old are you now? Okay, so now how long into your marriage was your first affair that when you started cheating? My first one was in 2018. So it was five years ago. So it was a long time. I mean, you were monogamous in that relationship with your husband for a ver- for most of your marriage and time together. Absolutely. Yes. Now, I think that he cheated on you too, right? Is that correct? He did. Okay. He did once. Once that I know of that he admitted to, yes. Okay, but now did that come first? Yes. Okay, so tell let's start there. How did you he find out? Had to, he felt he had to come clean. He felt so guilty about it, he had to come clean and tell me about it. Wow. So you didn't even know anything. He comes to you one day and just dumps his guilt on you and is like, by the way, I fucked somebody else while we were <laughs> and you had no yes. clue, no suspicions, no nothing. No, I was always the mom, the wife who stayed home. Mm -hmm. I worked part time. I was home while he went out and did his stuff, his running, his fishing and all that happy stuff that guys do. (laughs) While you're taking care of the kids. So, (laughs) so, I mean, if he didn't come home till eight, nine o'clock at night, it was nothing out of the ordinary for me. So one day, though, what does he say and who was it with? What was the story? So it was actually with a woman who has been trying to steal him from me since we started dating 32 years ago. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He went big. Oh, yeah. And then she practically stalked me. We live in a very, very small town. And going for a walk with my kids at night, and she'd be hanging out on the corner looking for him, all that happy shit. Yeah. No, he just pulled me aside one day, and he said that he had to tell me something he felt guilty about. He couldn't live with it anymore. And he came out and told me. I honestly didn't have a lot of emotion about it. Really? What do you mean? Well, I was very, very... I have three children and when you're caught up in raising those children and doing what's best for them. Yeah. I'm just preoccupied all the time with that. So, and I don't know, to me, it's almost like an indication that, um, maybe even then I wasn't as happy as I think I should have been or should still be in a marriage. Oh, meaning you didn't really care that much. (laughs) Yeah. And I know that's terrible to say, but I think that's kind of where I was coming from. It sounds like it because I would think that you would be devastated. Listen, I I can understand why you would stay. You have three kids and all that stuff. But that wasn't my question. Why did you stay? It was how did you feel? And you were like, I was preoccupied with my kids. I mean, it sounds like maybe what you're saying that you weren't that invested in him anymore, even at that point. I mean, you had, do you have three kids by that time? Oh yeah. We had, we started having kids before we got married. So my kids are I have two adult children, one almost an adult children. So we've been, we had kids before we got married and one after we got married. Wow. Okay. So listen, I think that kids do throw a big curveball into a relationship and things definitely change. And here you are a mom to three kids. So Uh somewhere along the line, your husband was like back burner for you. I mean, and I think sometimes, listen, it's hard for the guys too, right? I get where you're coming from. You're home taking care of all this stuff, doing all that hard work while your husband goes out and fishes and does that fun stuff. And then he cheats on you. But maybe he felt like you weren't paying attention to him because you had those three kids and you were just the mom. Because listen, I get it. I have a child. Like you're going to love your fucking children more than your husband most of the time. I'm sorry. But it's like a different kind of a thing. And a lot of times guys do get left in the dust and it's a hard thing 
for them because they were number one. And now in your case with your husband, he was number four. <laughs> right. Know? And he did say it was because there wasn't, wasn't enough sex in our relationship is what his excuse was. Right. And was it an excuse? Maybe there wasn't. I mean, did you have fucking time to, to fuck him at the end of the night after taking care of all those kids and staying home? Full-time mom is hard work. It I is. And he does. And men don't understand that. I mean, no. I can see where men feel like they're left behind, but they don't understand how much of ourselves we give up. I mean, my whole body and my whole life, when you have kids, that's they take up every ounce of it, unfortunately. Yeah. But listen, both things can be true at the same time. It doesn't yes. mean that they're wrong for feeling that way, but what's fucked up is that they don't understand where the woman's coming from and what is the solution. I always wish, they always had those shows on TV, like they'll do wife swap or they do, oh, change positions of work for a day, like the boss becomes the worker. Why don't they ever do the husband stays home and is a full-time fucking parent and the woman goes to work so that a man really knows because even women that don't have kids don't know unless you have literally taken care of children yourself right. full-time not go to work and come home at six o'clock like some people do like full-time mom unless you've actually done it you don't fucking get every little thing you do every fucking second of the day and i every had day, one right. okay and my and for me i chose to stay home it was very important for me in the beginning years of my son's life to have me as a full-time mom i love that job but it's fucking exhausting hard work it's, it's not just the physical stuff that you no. have to do it's it's a child hanging on you and oh, you're breastfeeding oh and they're screaming, snotty, and oh you're lucky God. if you get a shower at the end of the day. It's a lot of things and they just don't even grasp that. No, uh, no one grasps it unless they've done it. And I do believe right. that men would uh, be shocked if they actually had to do it for even just one week. Absolutely. But no man has ever been put in that position. They should do that show. I think it would be a great show because I think that the guys would come out of it having so much more respect for their wives because they yes. don't get it. I always make jokes on my show because I had a child, but I didn't have a husband. I had a child on my own. And I was always happy at the end of the night that I didn't have to get in bed and blow somebody. Like, seriously, I thought of women with husbands. And I'm like, oh, my God, to have that extra person to take care of or fuck or at the end of the night. Yeah. Exhausting. Touching you and blah. <laughs> but I'm going to say for the man, too, though, he does still feel feel left out. And that's still valid, too. Right. What is the solution? I don't really know. But we're going to move right. past it. But so yeah. he, he did say, though, that, listen, I did it. He felt bad enough about it to tell you. I have respect for that. I don't know that he cheated on you other times after that because he never came and told you. I mean, this is a guy that came to you. You had no suspicions. You weren't harassing him. You didn't feel distrustful. He just copped to it. He probably didn't yes. do it any other time. He's probably a very monogamous guy. And that girl, yeah, I bet you if that girl wasn't there fucking hounding him, maybe he would have never cheated on you. But he, he right. kind of was like, it was like the perfect storm. Here he is, a guy being denied sex. He really wants it. And he's got this woman that's been fucking after him. Like that cunt yeah. was not going to let him go. Like she, so she got him at the right time, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. And she has done so many things to us in the past. I, that's what floored me the most. Right. That he chose her after what she did to us. Right. 
talking well, about. Well, obviously, she's boundaryless. I mean, the fact that she can't get off your husband's jock for so many years makes her a little bit like a psycho. You know what I mean? She's got like yeah. mental, oh, yeah. mental issues. So I think that's why he chose her. But it, probably it wasn't as deep as what you think. I get why you're like that fucking cunt. You know what I mean? That's the yeah, worst absolutely. person. But she was the easiest. Yeah. That's what is probably the case. She didn't fucking leave him alone. So she was just there. And then he felt so bad. He told you, you got over it, I guess, because you didn't care. Like you didn't get distrustful or anything or is that true I, I really can't say kathy because i just felt like if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it he's gonna be the bad guy there's really nothing i can do to change it i felt i was putting forth every effort that was that i had and i was getting nothing back yeah 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 listen this is all typical marriage stuff this is why people cheat on both sides women and men so let's fast forward to when you start cheating the first like the first guy that you wind up with Okay, so he was a coworker, and we had been coworkers for oh, a year, maybe less than a year. And he was super nice. We got along great. We had great chemistry. We worked well together. All those things. My husband and I were still well. We just had the average marriage. I still had very little interest in sex. Oh no! And then we had we I don't know we we him and I had an, an argument one day or something, and I said to the coworker, we're going to call him Kevin. Yeah. I said to yeah. Kevin. I said, I don't even know if I have a marriage when I get home tonight. I said, he's being such a dick when he was immediately on it. <laughs> you know, Window you of opportunity. <laughs> You're beautiful. He, all those things. And it just escalated from there. And we had sex probably, probably only about six times over the course of a year and a half. Yeah. Where was all the sex taking place? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you laugh because it's probably in the, in the fucking the, car, in the woods. In the basement. <laughs> bathroom of where we work <laughs> oh no way oh my god yeah. dirty bathroom sex <laughs> during work hours no 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 before work hours i was able to get there early when he was able to get there early and it was just quick little jaunts in the bathroom before everybody else got there oh my god but what was like that first experience for you because i'm assuming like listen this, you're a woman who hasn't fucked her husband in so long you're not interested in sex you've been with the same man forever like what was forever. that like to fuck a guy okay empowering is the only way that i can put it wow because, you know, by this point in my life, I didn't feel attractive. Yeah. I, had, of course, gained weight because I had had babies and a surgery. And to have this man who's younger than me on that interested in me. And this, and we had such sexual chemistry. It was crazy. And that was when I realized that the chemistry between my husband and I is missing. There is, I don't have that sexual chemistry with him. I really, really don't. And that's terrible to say after 32 years, but I just don't. And to this day, I still don't. Well, to this day, listen, I got to get to the, eventually I'm going to get to the question. Like, why the fuck are you still with him to this day? Okay. Your kids are grown. I mean, give me a break. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But let's just stay here. Listen, sexual chemistry isn't going to be there if you fucking hate somebody. That's like the first thing to go out the window when you lose everything else with each other. So it sounds like you and your husband were like living separate lives for a long time, which came first, probably your guy's distance. And then when someone's distant and you're not really communicating and you're not 
really liking each other, how you expect to have fucking chemistry with somebody? This well, is yeah, like a very yeah. common thing in marriages on both sides. Like I said, this is the reason why men cheat, okay? And this is the women why reason why women cheat. And it, and listen, a lot of times it's the person in the office because those are the ones that you're around a lot. And like you said, this guy wasn't fucking stupid. He saw his window of opportunity and he gave you exactly what you wanted, like attention and compliments yeah. like that. If your husband was doing that, to you, maybe that would have sparked your attraction to him again, but that wasn't right. happening at home. Yeah. No. Nope. It wasn't happening. And this, like I said, I, I, empowering is the only way that I can describe it the way he made me feel. Oh my God. Did you tell anyone about it or was it like your naughty secret for that whole year? I have one person in the whole world that I can talk to about it. Uh huh. Who's that? And she was like high fiving me. <laughs> <laughs> your friends. Yeah. It's my best friend from high school. Yeah, we yeah, only yeah. get to see each other about three times a year, but when we have, we get together. It's usually like a three-hour conversation over um, lunch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, like I said, the 10 times already, and I'm going to say it 10 more times. This is this very common situation, especially in long-term marriages with a lot of kids. People wind up in this place, and a lot of women that are married with kids would be fucking high-fiving you that you're fucking your coworker in the bathroom, and they'd wish they were you. <laughs> <Pretty hot. laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's no different than the guy who's cheating on his wife with the, the fucking hot secretary at work. His guy friends would be high-fiving him too. I mean, this is just human being nature shit. So you were able yes. to tell her. So you fucked him about six times, like through that whole time. Why did it end? Did he like leave work or something? Yeah, he got transferred to a different location. Okay. And so, and but the sex was great the whole time? Yes. Now, did you feel Every like bit. you came home with any kind of stink on you? Because I feel like there's like a sex smell that lingers afterwards. Did your husband ever look at you funny during that time? No. Because no. here no. you are empowered. You're getting fucked. Like, how did he not notice? This is what's so wrong about relationships. Like, you're saying he didn't notice, right? I mean, how did he not? What's fucking wrong with people that they have no sense of what's going on with the person that they live with? That's it should have been. He, he was so involved in what he was doing and what he wanted to do. and That he didn't that even he didn't... see how happy no. you were suddenly. <laughs> nope. Nope, unless he did and he just didn't say anything. Yeah, who knows? I mean, at this point, there's such a disconnect between you and your husband. I mean, look, look oh, it's so many years before he cheated on you and you didn't even care. That's kind of sad. I know. I know it, it, it is. It yeah. really says something. And maybe he did cheat on you afterwards because he's like, she doesn't even fucking care. And you didn't fuck him for so long. Like you said, by the time you started this relationship, you weren't fucking your husband. And I have to say, what do you expect a guy to do? If he... Well, we were having sex. It just wasn't as often as he thought it should be. Well, how, how often was it? Oh, once a week. Oh, okay. So. Okay. I thought you were going to say once so a week. It's not okay. like he wasn't getting any. It just oh, okay. wasn't what he thought he should be getting. Of course. I think a lot of times there's a difference in sex drive of how much a man wants it compared to a woman, especially at different times, especially if there's kids. And that's a real yes. problem too. I Listen, I was right. always like when I was younger because I just always felt like how could one woman keep one man comfortable or satisfied most men are not going to be with one woman especially when all these other things come into play I wish we were raised to know believe that it's totally normal to just pimp your husband out to go get fucked by somebody else let someone else do that job and that we wouldn't care about it but we're not raised that way and then it becomes this really hard thing and it's kind of unrealistic and it's the reason yeah. why so many people are like 
still married because you don't want to leave. You have children. You're sharing income and it's helping out. I, I understand why people say there's so many reasons for it. Yes. But this is a very yep. common problem on both sides for men and women. I don't want people to go after you because you're a woman. Men do the same shit and women do it too. It's very common. So let me ask you a quick question. While you were getting fucked by this guy and now you're having like great sex with him, was the sex with your husband any better or anything because you just had that spark over there or was it still like terrible with him? Um, it physically, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It was, it was better, but in my head I was somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what you were using those yes. thoughts. And that's yes. why it was better, right? That's what I would think. That's like why on, it was better. Yeah, I would think on some level you would be maybe more interested because you're having this dirty sex and maybe you're thinking about it, but it's not about him, but it kind of like rejuvenated sex for you in general. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, okay, let's talk about the next guy. When does that happen? <laughs> the next yeah. So I did actually meet um, number two. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to call him Adam. Adam, okay. While while Kevin and I were still working together. Oh, so super. We naughty. have to get deliveries to where I work. Okay. We have to get deliveries, and he was an out of town delivery person. And I don't know. We just sparked immediately. The conversation was easy. He's older, and I like older men. Yeah, it was just easy. And then we started Facebook messaging, and then we ended up texting back and forth. We use WhatsApp to text back and forth a lot. And he came in one day. Not long after we first started talking in, in my store and it was funny because he came into the delivery and he left and came back in again. He says, can you meet me downstairs? Oh my God, the <laughs> same <okay>. bathroom? <laughs> but no, well, we only kissed, but when I went downstairs and he, like we went two separate times, so we didn't raise any suspicions. And when he, I was down there before him and he came down and he just walked over to me and just laid a kiss on me and it fucking rocked my world. Oh my goodness. Rocked my world. I call it train wreck. That's his nickname from me is train wreck. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that. You can edit it out if you'd like. No, but... no, no. I love that. Why? Yeah. I mean, why train wreck? Because he just took you off the it's rails? Just, like earth shaking. You know what I mean? Just the chemistry of what he made me feel as a woman into my core was just absolutely amazing. Now, were you still fucking number one at this time? I know you met him during number one. Was there um, any overlap? We hadn't, there was no overlap. I think one time there might've been overlap. Okay. But we hadn't, Kevin and I hadn't for a long time because he had this problem with following through. He would make promises and leave me hanging numerous times. So that's kind of why I just like, you know what? My feelings deserve more than this. Yeah. So we are still friends and we do still talk to this day. But, and I've even said, we've even tried to hook up, but he can never follow through. So yeah, unfortunately that's the case. Yeah. You could be offering free sex to a guy and they're still fucking flaky. Yeah. I mean, that's just life. He's you still know? flaking out. On yeah, me. yeah. There's, yeah. there's really no, there's most of the time there's no perfect scenarios out there. There's always something right. wrong, but wait, right. so number one, I forgot to ask, was he married or anything or was he a single he guy? He was married. Yeah. He was on his third marriage oh my goodness no wonder yeah. why he how many people he was fucking juggling why he was flaky yeah. <laughs> and i knew there was never a future with him but i wasn't looking for a future with anybody i was just looking for the sex so yeah 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 so now the second guy number two adam is he married he was not he has never been married Okay, so here's the guy, this guy rolls in and it's like instant connection too with him, but more so. Um, it sounds more so with this guy. Absolutely more so, yes. 
with this guy, Adam. Are you still with him now? I still see him, yes. Okay. And I would like more with him. He lives two and a half hours away from me, so getting together is very difficult. Huh? Yeah, so, like, we had our first kiss, and then it was two years later before we saw each other again. Why? Um, he just stopped I, delivering to your work? Yeah, yeah, we had our kiss, and literally a week later, his job lo- moved him to a different location for delivery. Oh, week. shit. Oh, and he lived yeah. far away, right? So he wasn't coming for work. Were you still communicating with him via- on, like, Facebook every- and stuff? Yes, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then my husband found the messages on Facebook that we were sending back and forth, so and? I was caught. Busted. And? And we had one whole day where our kids just happened to all be out of town and doing their own things, and we headed out and talked on fought and had a few tears and things like that all day and he begged me to stay and try and work it out and I chose to I can't afford to live by myself because I don't work enough money and I don't want to disrupt my children before I have one more still in school she'll graduate in another year and a half so yeah these are the reasons why people these are the very common reasons why people stay it's not so easy yeah and a difference too between Kevin and Adam Kevin um, he wanted, he still would, if I would tell him I'm single and I want you, he would leave his girlfriend and come to me in a heartbeat. I know he would. I don't want that with him. He's all about him. He's, everything is about him. I stay because it's the right thing to do for my kids, for my kids and for, that's what's expected of me. Where Kevin just does what he wants. It doesn't matter if he disrupts his children's lives or anything like that or anybody else's. Listen, you're no dum-dum. You, this guy's got a track record, three marriages. Now he's got a girlfriend. He's, you know, t- taking you from your husband. I mean, you get that this guy's not like boyfriend material, let alone husband material. I mean, you're not leaving anyone for that guy. I get it. But Adam is a different story. But he, why has he never been married? Did you guys ever talk about that? Adam has a very troubled past. Um, he was raised in a big city with a lot of drugs around. His mom died when he was a teenager. His dad's a real piece of shit. Um, he had been in jail. He has been hooked on mer- on drugs. He has been homeless. He was in an 11-year relationship with a woman who wouldn't leave her husband. He was very much in love with her. He gave her the boot after we started talking because he had just gotten to a point where he had had enough with her. But he has always, this whole time, um, said, I will not break up a marriage because I won't do that to you and I can't live with that. So it's always been, he wants me. We both feel like it's like we're meant to be together. I mean, that's just how we feel together. I don't know if that's just the high of how the whole situation is or if that's true, true feelings. I do love him. He has told me the same thing. But he just is more respectful because because I am married. I know it sounds terrible because we're married. I shouldn't be doing anything with him. I, I just hate to be the bearer of bad news. And I'm just going to say this and. Maybe okay. it's not the case, but the what you just told me about Adam, Adam okay. is number number two. I just like number one, number two. It's easier to keep track of, right? So number two, Adam, the main guy. I mean, unfortunately, look at his track record. He was in love with a woman that was with a husband for 11 years. He left her to be with another woman that's with a husband. And I I don't necessarily believe, no offense, he might be a nice guy, okay? I'm not saying he's not nice, but I don't necessarily believe that the, the reason why he doesn't 
tell you to leave your husband is because he's so respectful of your marriage. If he was so respectful of your marriage, he wouldn't be fucking you to begin with. And he wouldn't fuck that lady for 11 years that had a husband. It might be because you're safe. He doesn't want you to leave his your husband. He The last thing he could ever handle is somebody having a close relationship with him because of his trauma. Your distance, your marriage, your everything makes it so safe for him to care about you because there's distance. If you left your husband tomorrow he'd probably run for the fucking hills sorry to say that's a very good chance i never thought about it that way but yeah Yeah, you need to amanda because you're not dysfunctional like him like you have been in relationships and you're probably capable of that but he might not be and that's okay you know what i mean but i i I wouldn't leave your husband for him (laughs) unless he started to change his tune because i like i said i don't necessarily believe that's the reason why he's saying stay in your relationship i think he'd be petrified if you told him you were leaving your husband tomorrow for him, fucking petrified, because I don't know that he's capable of really falling in love and having an everyday, really close relationship. Look at what he's been through in his life. Everyone's abandoned him. He has issues, commitment issues. It's very common. And he did have a long term. He did have a long term relationship with one person. They weren't. I don't know why they never married. They never had children. She had been married and divorced and had children. He never has, he doesn't have any biological of his own. I don't know why they never got married. I've never asked. But maybe when that ended, like it was so traumatizing for him that he could never do it. He tried it once and couldn't. And there's a lot, like there's a lot of layers when it comes to somebody that has that kind of trauma and that kind of commitment stuff doesn't just blow over because he falls in love with someone. It's not, it's not the movies. You know what I'm saying? It's they can't help it. It doesn't matter if he loved you. His subconscious fucking wiring of being so petrified of like closeness would get in the way and sabotage. So we're going to continue to talk about him. But I would just say, don't don't leave your husband for him. And I have made it clear. I will not leave my husband for another man. If I leave, it's going to be for my own reasons. Well, listen, you have a million reasons already to leave your husband. You can't leave your husband because of financial reasons, correct? Is that the reason why you're saying? And I'm afraid that my kids won't accept my decision. I don't want to lose my kids either. I don't want anybody to turn their back on me. So I think it's going to, it would have to get to a pretty bad point before I would say, you know what, I'm done. And this is how it's going to be. And if my kids accept it, then fine. If they don't, then I don't, I'll have to deal with that when the time comes. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me that you would think, A, that your kids wouldn't accept you. Like, you're their mother. I'm sure they would accept it. They're actually very grown, okay? They're very grown. A lot of times, kids are not dum-dums, okay? Like, they see their parents. They see the terrible relationship. They maybe are like, why the fuck hasn't she left them already? Like, maybe they'd be happy for you. I don't necessarily think your kids would throw you to the dust and even if they were upset at first they'd get over it but the other thing that you said that's very interesting is you like when I would have enough reasons I mean it just sounds like you have every reason in the book it doesn't sound like you love your husband you're not attracted to your husband I I mean what more reason would you need I don't know (laughs) I think if you listen let me ask you this if you won the lottery tomorrow and you didn't okay. just win a million dollars because that won't last you like forever. You won $50 million, a certain amount that would last you for the rest of your life. You could live on your own, never need a fucking person to pay for you. You could buy yourself a house, live your exact same life and be totally fine. Would you leave him? There's a very good chance. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I, th- I listen, I think it's about that. I think it's about not being able to financially support yourself. I, I could yep. see how that could keep someone together. And you could think all these other things, but I think that that plays a big role in it. I- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Women have a very hard time making enough money to live on their own, especially the way things are in our age now. Yes, and everything's I mean, so much more expensive. And, yeah, yeah I so work full time and I still don't make enough money. I could never live on my own unless I had a second job. Yeah, 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 of course. And then like you're going to live the rest of your life after taking care of three kids and doing that, like now taking on a second job and torturing yourself. You've been living with a guy you don't love and having a subpar marriage for so many years. Why not just do that as opposed to that? I think sometimes something has to be so much worse than change. Like change is very hard. And I think a lot of people don't do the change that they need to do because it's harder than staying I don't know like obviously somehow you and your husband have gotten to a place where you're able to cohabitate in your marriage where there's nothing going on and it's totally not good but it's not torture or else you know it's not no We're, we're very much, we're a family unit. That's how everybody sees us. I've got the house. I've got, I don't have a bad life. I don't. We don't live high on the, he- the hog, but we're also not poor. He's a very, very good provider. There's just those other things that aren't there for me anymore. And same for him. I'm sure if I was talking to him, he doesn't have the ideal situation either, but you both stay for your own reasons. I think a lot well, of it. He, is- I, I think, and he will say he is very much in love with me. He doesn't want anybody else. Really? Yes. But could I ask you like, I mean, cause it sounds like you don't really like him, <laughs> you know, at all. I mean, you're not really attracted to him. You're having a whole other relationship with somebody who you're in love with. You know, I mean like what do you, think that he's in love with you or do you think that he thinks he's in love with you does he act like he's in love with you yeah yeah he does yeah he's very i'm not a very affectionate person okay i mean i don't just walk up to him and just spontaneously give him a hug or a kiss or anything like that i everything that i do is pretty much what's expected of me Well, is he just happy with status quo, having the wife, having that security, having someone to wash his fucking clothes? Guys don't know what to do. They never leave a woman unless they have another woman on the side. I mean, most of the time, if a man leaves a woman, chances are he already has another one waiting in those wings or they just stay in their miserable life. That's just the way that it goes. So, okay, so let's go back to Adam. So where do you start banging him? Because he winds up going away for a while right after that kiss but you're you're still talking every day wait I just want to go back to when your husband finds out I mean he's horrified what did he see in those text messages on Facebook just messages back and forth him and I talking and saying sexual innuendos here and there just different things like that and then I I hadn't been physical with him at that point in time only that one kiss yeah but I had did I did make a reference to being physical with somebody else. So then, of course, I had to explain that. Oh, so I never wait, wait, wait. Did. So you caught to Kevin. I did, but I never gave up his name. Okay, okay, it's okay. But you caught. Okay, you said okay, but I I why I haven't been with this guy, but I was with somebody else. You came totally yeah, clean because it was right there. It was right there. I couldn't deny it. I had said it to number two in this message and uh, my husband saw it. So uh, there was no, okay, I couldn't yeah. avoid it. It was okay. right there. All right. Well, you, yeah. you you didn't say that at first. Okay. You sound like you came clean. Oh, okay. So in the messages that he read was also evidence that you had fucked number one. 
Yes. Oh my God, you were so busted. So you and your your yeah. husband's like crying, begging you to stay. Don't fucking leave. And you decide to stay. Now, did you say to him, I'll give this guy up? And did you actually think you were going to? Or did you just fucking say that at that moment? Well, I was, I just really just said that at that moment. And we, number one and I hadn't been together in, in a while. Anyway, like right. Like I said, he had a hard, he had a hard time following through with a lot of stuff. So yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we stayed friends. We were actually still working together for a while after that, but I never admitted to who it was. Yeah. He did eventually figure it out, although I still deny it to this day. What do you mean? What did he figure out? He figured out who it was. Oh, he did. He did, although, like I said, I still deny it. I will never admit to him who it was. Yeah, okay. Because that was that was our deal. I'm gonna, I'll protect you, and you protect me. Okay, so you never outed him, but he wound up guessing the right person. Yes. But he accepted you back. He stayed with you. Yes. He didn't want you to leave. And you said, okay, I won't do it anymore. And so how long after that do you wind up seeing Adam and starting up the full-fledged sex, sexual relationship with him? Okay, so the messages were found in January of, 19, of 2020, and then COVID hit two months later. Yeah. So the whole world changed. Yeah. But him and I, we did, we did, he did block me from messaging for two weeks. And it was devastating to me. So I set up a fake, a second Facebook account and messaged him and finally got a response from him that way. Why did your husband, wait, wait, did he know that you got busted? Did your husband email him or something? Like why did uh, he block you? No, I told him the okay. day that it happened. Okay, I okay. told him on via messages. So then, like I said, two weeks later, I opened up a second Facebook account and I finally got in touch with him and explained to him how devastated I was and how sorry I was and all those kinds of things. So he, he said, well, we just, we can be friends and we can mess. So we got to be super duper careful. I, I said, I get that. So we've been super careful. I use a messaging app and I do text him on occasion, but it's typically, I usually message only in the app that we message back and forth. We talk during the day. I am the only person in my office, in my part of the office. So I can pretty much do whatever I want to. Mm -hmm. We do talk a couple times every day on the phone. So then after our initial kiss, it was two years and two months before we saw each other again. Wow. I just happened to be able to get away for a whole day by myself. And he got done work and we met in the parking lot. And it was just a long conversation and a hug at that point in time. Uh, regretfully, there was nothing else that happened at that point in time. <clears throat> but we just keep messaging and we talk or we video chat whenever we can, all those happy things. And then... A month ago, I was able to get away for a whole day by myself. And we met at a park and we just started, we just took a walk. We weren't on the walk five minutes and he took my hand and pulled me over to him and kissed me. And again, he rocked my world. We were kind of desperately looking for someplace to go because we knew what we wanted to do, but wanted to also be a little classy about it. Says um, the girl that's been fucking guys in the dirty bathroom at work. <laughs> oh my God. Only one now. <laughs> oh only God. one. Oh my God. Classy. <laughs> but that was mostly him. I mean, there were yeah, bathrooms there, but he's like, no, we can't do that. So anyways, we went back to his place and spent the another couple hours together. And it was like magic. It was unfucking believable. Finally, you had sex with him. I and mean, we took him a long time Finally. to fuck you. That's kind of interesting. Three and a half years of waiting for that to happen. Yes. 
Yeah, I think that that's a little bit typical with his trauma too. Because sex with guys like that means uh-huh. commitment. And a lot of times a guy that won't fuck a girl, it's like commitment issues. There's a lot of guys that have commitment issues that also won't fuck girls a lot because that's their way of kind of controlling the distance and the closeness because sex is intimacy. So it's interesting right. that he waited that long. <laughs> It makes sense, though, right. with his history. So you fucked yeah. him that night and at his house, right? So now, is this point, does he live close to you at that point? Oh, no. He lives two and a half hours away from me. So you guys drove two hours and you fucked him for hours? A couple hours. Mm-hmm. And how was it? It was fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so you, you, wait, can I ask you a question? Because people sometimes are like, why didn't you ask if they use condoms? You're fucking other guys and you're going home to a husband and you're cheating. I mean, are you using condoms with these guys? I did not. Okay. Listen, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. So, you, and, and, I, and it's because I trust him. I don't justify it. People are just going to go mental on you. There's no justification for that. You should use them. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't ever trust anybody, especially if you're cheating because your husband doesn't know and you could bring something on. So there's really no excuse for it. So I just be like, I didn't. End of story. (laughs) Don't try. You know, I did. (laughs) <laughs> the truth is, yeah. listen, I'm sorry to say, because a lot of times people will go mental on people for not using condoms. I'm like, you probably don't either. Most people don't use fucking condoms. Just hypochondriacs like me use fucking condoms, okay? Most people don't fucking care at the end of the day. They get taken up in the heat of passion, and they all fuck without condoms. So all you people judging Amanda right now, you probably fucked people too without condoms. People do it all the time, unfortunately. It's sad because it's not cool and you should use fucking condoms, but a lot of times people don't. It's more common that they don't. Sorry. It's just yeah. the truth. You know? It is. Yeah. Yep. So, so, yeah. Um, so anyway, so you didn't use condoms, but the sex was great. Now, was that the only time you fucked this guy or no? Yeah, we've only had sex one time. Oh my God. But where's all this lifestyle talk coming from? Are you talking with him about it or what are you, are you just talking? We have. Yeah. Yes. He knows that I have been very upfront with him that if I were to leave my husband and he and I weren't together, that I would definitely go down the avenue of trying out the lifestyle. It's very intriguing to me. Uh Huh? Interesting. Uh I just, I love that everybody that I listen to your podcast every day at work. Oh, I love that. Okay. I do. I put a nearby in and I listen to it every day at work. The, the respect and the acceptance among everybody in the lifestyle is just amazing to me. I mean, you don't have to pretend to be anybody different than who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. I live a life of being a mom and I do what's expected of me and, you know, I do everything the right way. And I'm not unhappy with that. Yeah. But I have a very, very vanilla life and a very vanilla sex life. And I would love to spice it up. I have fantasies of my own that I would love to live out. Like what? He would never share with me. I, I would love to have a threesome. I would love to be with a black man. Number two is very well endowed. And I loved every fucking second of him being inside of me and his hands being on me. So I would definitely want to be with pe- with men that are much larger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Someone called it once a dickmatized. You know what I mean? You can't get dickmatized yeah. by yeah. a really bigger dick because it fills you up like nothing you've ever felt before. And if oh, you, you get used to that, God, you're yes. like, oh, fuck, it's hard to go back. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. So th- th- your threesome, is that with a woman or with a man or both? With two two men. Okay. And you would see yourself like going to swingers clubs and stuff like that? Like you would be down for that? Yeah, I would. 
Let me ask you this. Would you ever have, if you were in the perfect world, you eventually leave your husband and you go out and you're a single woman, would you ever wind up in a monogamous relationship, do you think? I think I would if mm-hmm. my sex was satisfying. I don't, my sex life is very unsatisfying. Yes. Yeah. And I think if I was in a relationship where I was sexually satisfied, I would not, I would be monogamous. Yes. And I'm assuming, listen, you were with your husband for a really long time. I'm assuming there was a time that it was very satisfying. I mean, you were both very monogamous with each other for a very long time, right? Him, not well, you. Well, I would say I thought it was satisfying. Until you've had others. Until I had others and realized what my relation, what my sex life at home is missing. Yeah. Well, listen, did you ever, did you and your husband ever try to repair anything? Did you guys ever go to counseling? Did you ever try date nights? Did you ever try to spice up your sex life? Did you ever try to do anything to fix the fucking issues you have at home? We never went to counseling. We do, I don't know, I guess I shouldn't say we're 100% vanilla. We do use toys. I like anal. Little things like that, but... It's hard when that chemistry is not there. I mentally have to go someplace else to enjoy it, to really enjoy it. I don't, I don't get off very easily. And I know that chemistry is part of the reason because when I was with the other two, it was not hard to get off at all. Of course. Listen, you're, look at what you're, you're comparing them to. You've been with this guy for a long time. Like I said, you even said what it was about number one, Kevin. He's kind of like a scumbag married all this time. He was like a selfish guy, but he was complimenting you. He made you yeah. feel beautiful. He made you feel hot. You weren't just a mom anymore. Like he gave you something that you wanted. If you went back to your husband, and I think if you went to therapy, what they would say is try to ignite that kind of stuff. Don't go straight to the sex because you can't just get the spark back with your husband by using toys. It's not about the sex. That's not the reason why you guys don't want to have sex with each other. It's because of the lack of everything else. Like where are the compliments? Where's the companionship? Where is the intimacy in your relationship? Probably nowhere. I know that you cohabitate and he supposedly loves you, but like where is those acts of showing it and stuff? It's probably nowhere to be found in your relationship. So how could you be attracted to each other? He might be to you because he's a fucking guy and he needs a hole. You know what I mean? I think the woman, it's a, a lot more in their minds and there's a lot of stuff there. You just need a couple compliments and you were like banging that right. guy in a dirty bathroom and your work. Like. Well, and I heard, I listened to one of your podcasts earlier yeah. recently and the, and I think it was the guy, I think it was a man that said that you have to give her compliments outside of them being sexual. Yes. Outside of the bathroom. That's what I mean. And I don't. Yeah. And that's, that's where every, every little bit of compliment is always a sexual in the, in the innuendo. Because he doesn't get it. And this is where therapy and people from the outside helping couples navigate these kinds of things really helps because people don't know the right tools to get back on track. Like I said, it's not about, it doesn't matter if you spice things up in the bedroom. The problems are not in the bedroom. The problems are before the fucking bedroom. It's all the stuff that's not happening outside of the bedroom. And your guy's a guy. He doesn't know anything. He thinks I'm just going to tell you your tits look fucking nice in that shirt and you're going to be horny for him. He doesn't get it. He needs to be told just like you need to be told what he needs and understand where, what a man's needs are. And if you really focused on that, maybe you could ignite that spark. But without any of that shit and with the complacency that you guys have in the way things are for so long and the fact that you have never gone to counseling and you have never tried to 
change anything. Like, why would it come back? You've put no work into it. Either one of you. You're both kind of okay with it not being okay. But, yeah. I, yeah. We're just accepting of how it is. This is how it is. And Yeah. This happens all the time. It's so fucking common. It's sad, isn't it? It's sad. To me, it is because I think, wow, you only live once and uh-huh. I do believe that people and things can change, right? But it takes work and it's hard. And I'm not saying that your relationship can be saved. I don't know, but you never even tried, right? But if you didn't, if it couldn't, you know, there's a whole world outside there for you. But I get that you have these issues and it's just a, a hard place to be. This is why I love these kinds of episodes because I feel like there's so, so many people will be able to relate on a certain level. You're going to get a lot of judgment on YouTube because you're a woman and it's just they're gonna look is pick out little things when that's just the mm-hmm. way that it goes but like whether you're a woman or a man everything that you're talking about in this situation is all the fucking reasons why people cheat it is like cheating 101 and it's very yes. common you know yes yes very much and I don't know maybe I may not continue maybe I don't know but for right now I live life to the fullest and some days it's just it has to be about me. The day that he and I were together, I was nobody's wife. I was nobody's mom. I was just a woman. I was just a woman. And I haven't been just a woman in a very, very long time. Yeah, listen to what, like when you ex- when you explain that thing with the Kevin guy, like I said, how did you feel after having, you like, I felt empowered for yes. the first time because you were just everything to everybody else, but nothing for you. And the same with number two, when I was with him, I was, I was on such a high for a week afterwards. It was just amazing. I mean, I drove home and just replaying the whole afternoon in my head over and over and over again. It was just amazing. And more, I mean, the sex was incredible. Yeah, Yeah. There is no question, but the whole day was just amazing to just walk and hold hands and talk and just to feel that chemistry and that heat between the two of us was just incredible. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's addictive. I don't want it. I don't ever want it to go away. But, but you know, like you said, if who's to say that if I did leave my husband and him and I ended up together, that that would even still be there. There's nobody, nobody can promise that. No, and you don't have enough of him showing you. I mean, look, in three years, you fucked once. He does still right. live far away from you, right? When, how long ago did yes. you guys have this great sex? A month ago. Okay, and now have you had plans to get back together again? Yes, after Thanksgiving, we're going to try and hook up again. Okay, so yeah, you don't know. Listen, I can, I love being proved wrong. Uh, you know, I, maybe sometimes things do wind up like in the movies and this uh, commitment phobe who's serial commitment phobe guy, you know, <laughs> right. winds up changing and falling in love. I don't know. I don't think personally when I hear your relationship with this guy, it, there's a lot of talking and there's a lot of time there, but there's not a lot of like in-person time. And that's the stuff that you really have to see, like, can this stand the test of time? You know, it's one thing to be messaging yes. through WhatsApp and stuff and from your separate lives and talking and meeting once in a blue moon to fuck for five hours and then you go home. It's another thing to live everyday life with somebody. You don't know who that guy is on in that in that world. So, yeah, you ain't leaving anyone anytime soon for this guy. You'd have to be so much more involved with him before you did that, because as much as you could say you love him, I think you love 
how he makes you feel and you love your conversations, but like you don't have that kind of real love that people have through, you know, every day being with each other. You don't have that real full commitment with him, but I get why it's like perfect for you. Listen, the same way the distance is working for him with you, it's also working for you because it's not like you're going to leave your husband tomorrow anyway. So what right. other guy could you be with? If he was forcing you and pressuring you to live, leave and you still have this guilt about your children and you're afraid of money and maybe he doesn't have enough to help you out, like you would, it would be too much for you. So you're kind of perfect for each other right now. Would he be perfect for you if you ever got to the time where you wanted to fucking leave? Maybe not, but who cares? There'd be a whole slew of guys out there waiting to get some horny 50-year-old woman to bang them all the time and go to a sex club with them. You know what I mean? Like you can uh, yeah. live it up. Yeah, and, and I think that's another part of what, this, what the swinger life or sex club life, whatever you want to call it, the lifestyle. Yeah. Because I could do that. I could live out my fantasies and have no commitment to anybody. Yes. And wouldn't that be like what maybe you really deserve at this point in your life coming from where Absolutely. you're at? You've been, like you said, yep. somebody to somebody else and you've been a great mom. You raised three kids. You have, you kept this marriage going, this household, all, and you have a job and you keep all these things going. How great would it be to live the next 40 years? Like kind of free with nothing. Why not? Hell yeah. change it. I hope if that... I can live the next 10 years yes. just doing for me, just being no commitments and Oh, yeah, that'd be absolutely choice. Yeah, well, maybe get your, listen, if you can't get counseling for you and your husband, and that might be a lost cause, get like a therapist or somebody for you. Because maybe if you started talking more about this kind of stuff, even just on a weekly basis, it might start being more of a possibility to make that change in your life because that is very hard. And I, to me, the saddest thing is that people don't ever make that change ever. You only live once. Life is really short. You're like 10 years. You're salivating just thinking about that freedom. You could have it. You just have oh, yeah. to maybe start going to therapy and see what you could do to change your life, whether that's try to make your relationship with your husband, get that spark back with him, or eventually when the kids are out of the house, you figure out a way that you could leave. I don't know. But how old is the last kid about to leave your house? She will graduate in 25. Okay. So you got a year. What happens after that? It'll be very interesting to see yeah, where you're she at. Goes, she goes to college, that kind of thing. So we'll see where we're at then. Yeah. My last question to you is, do you think that your husband's cheating on you at this point? I have no. No, not, not at all. No? No, he's very much only wants to be him and I, and that's it. And he, yep. and you're still fucking him like once a week? Yep. Yeah, okay. All right, there you go. Yep. Well, I'm going to change um, your voice, Amanda, so no one knows who the fuck you are, okay? And your husband could live okay. his happy life with a woman <laughs> he loves having no idea. I mean, listen, he did find out you cheated. Did he become like super uh, distrustful afterwards, or was he able to get past it quickly? He's he's a very jealous person. Yeah. Um, he did not get past it quickly. Yeah. Sometimes I think he still has suspicions once of in a course. while, but yeah. not like he used to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, but he, you know, and he wants to do everything together. He has a hard time understanding that I need time for just me. Uh-huh. I deal with a lot of people on a regular basis at my job. I have a, a lot of people. 
I work in the medical field, so I deal with people all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even and we live in a small area, so even when I go somewhere, people stop me and talk to me. And he doesn't understand that I need time to just go where nobody knows me. And you don't understand that he just needs a little bit time where he just needs you too. Like I said, I think both things exist at the same time. I don't necessarily think he's wrong for feeling that way as a as a woman who belongs to so many people that he should just yeah. be on the back burner and not care. That's what people are going to say. So what the fuck should he do? Right. But, but also, what the, the fuck should you do? He's not. Right. But he's not on the back burner. He is front and foremost right along with my children. They all get taken care of. I do things with him. I do things with the kid. He just wants those. too I'm much always. time. He wants every ounce of my time and doesn't oh. <laughs> want to understand that I need time for just myself, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 You're spread If thin. I just want to take a day for myself, I shouldn't have to give you a reason. I need a day to myself. End of story. That's, it shouldn't have to come down to being questioned. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, this is a story that is so common. So many people are going to be able to relate to it. I love that you called in to tell this story because uh, I like Thank stories you. like this because they're very real. Uh, I love your honesty. Um, and uh, I think it's important to show these stories because I think people could learn from them, you know, for better or for worse. It's uh, it is well, what it is. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate you having me. I never thought that my story would be worthy of your podcast. So no, I appreciate I, it. I love it. Listen, I always say, I mean, the truth is I have a podcast about this like crazy sex stuff because I didn't know where to find people for my call and advice show. And I went on to Craigslist because it was free in the personal section. That's the only reason why it became about this crazy sex stuff. For me, I could talk to people like you about this kind of stuff, commitment issues, addiction. Like I would love to be talking about everything. My audience just comes for this really salacious stuff and I'm so good at it because I'm very non-judgmental. But I love stuff like this too. I love stuff that anyone could relate to. And this is definitely it. I never turn down a cheating story because I think that it's very common and this is a big issue out there. Whether it's a man or a woman, I think your story people will be able to relate to. And that's important. When that And people are going to love it for those reasons. So... Thank you. I'm so glad that you emailed me to be on. I love this story. Thank you so much for calling in. I love it. I loved your episode. Now I have a Patreon where people send like pics of themselves. Would you want to be into? Would you be into that? I am not going to post any pictures on there. I have the mom bot going on, so no, that. no problem, Amanda. But listen, I'll give you free <laughs> access you. though. But I'll give you free access to my Discord. You don't need to post anything on there. You could just go in and talk to my listeners. There's over over sixteen, seventeen hundred people on there. If you want to go okay. on, I will give you free access, and you could say I'm Amanda. People will question you about stuff, but you don't need to post anything if you don't want to. That's just the thing that you would have access to to go and talk as a guest of my show. I will send you a link to that. But thank you so much for calling in. It's such a fascinating story. Good luck with everything. Keep me posted. Thank you for if listening, any- Kathy. Yeah, keep me posted if anything big happens, okay? and good- I will do that. All right, awesome. This was great. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.